Let's go to Peter Bell, the uh, general manager of football at the Fremantle Dockers, who is in town, obviously, because of that big game coming up tonight as the Dockers play Collingwood in a knockout semi-final. Peter, are you across this, if I could just give you that question without a notice, and it wasn't what we intended to talk to you about, uh, because Fremantle played the Western Bulldogs last night. Uh, was there a change to the pre-match formalities? Uh, I was at the match. Uh, there was um, a minute silence. I understand last night that was for um, uh, the Indigenous round. Uh, that was my understanding, but I might have that wrong. So, look, across the issues, it is a very complex one um, and, a, and, a, and a difficult one, yeah. OK, well, uh, let's get to the less difficult stuff. All you've got to do is beat Collingwood tonight at the MCG <laughs> and into the last four. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, in front of uh, 90,000 pretty hostile supporters, I'm sure. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. Um, we we um, are really confident that our guys will have learned from last week, in particular the, the poor start. Um, we feel like we're well prepared. Um, and it's going to be a great uh, experience for our for our team and our club, um, and we're really confident we'll equip ourselves well. Peter, Jimmy Bartell here. Thanks for joining us. It sounds like a really simple question, but was it spoken about after the game? Was it just nerves for a young group in that first quarter? It was probably a combination of a few different things, uh, Jimmy. And um, look, uh, given that we'd had very, very few players who'd ever experienced an AFL final before, um, perhaps there was a little bit of nerves uh, involved. But it was just, it was a bit, little bit of execution as well. We, we didn't handle the ball as cleanly as we would like. Um, we didn't we didn't take the game on as we would like in, the, in that first quarter. And we know the Bulldogs are a very good contested team, particularly around stoppage, and we allowed them to get the game they wanted for a, for a big period of time. I guess the positive is that we fought our way back and then from early in the second, we were able to halt the Bulldogs' momentum and get a bit of our own um, towards a, a pretty strong second half. Peter, thanks for joining us. I understand this is a hypothetical now, but... I'm baffled as to why this game isn't being played at twilight. So you could have headed straight home after the game, just if you were to win tonight. Did you lobby for that time slot or was it out of your control? Uh, out of our control. Uh, and obviously the, the, the news now is that, um, look, we're focused on tonight and, and Collingwood are going to be a monumental task for us tonight that we hope that we're up, to, up for and, and confident that we are. But should, should we win, uh, we won't be returning to Western Australia. We'll, we'll stay uh, in Victoria. Um, and that's been going on a little bit in the background. Uh, we don't want to distract the players. We don't want to take away any of their focus, the coaches as well. But we had been working towards this scenario unfolding. And as it stands, like I said before, if we're good enough to win, then we'll stay here in Victoria because um, anyone who's been involved in uh, interstate travel from Western Australia, um, the accumulation of fatigue going back and forth, say, three times in, in two weeks or two times or whatever it may be, um, just adds a, an extra obstacle that we think it's smarter to just stay in Victoria. Peter, one of the obstacles that uh, all the non-Melbourne teams have to confront is coming to the MCG in the finals, and you've already played OK there and played OK in Melbourne, so that's not an obstacle anymore. Just just your side this year, when you sort of pop up towards the towards the top group, it seems like you've played well away from home. So that obstacle has already been ticked. Yeah, well, um, I mean, finals will be a different um uh, kettle of fish, I suppose, Lee, and, and look, we're really pleased. We don't get a lot of exposure on the MCG, that's for sure, with, uh, for, for understandable reasons, but we're really happy with the game against Melbourne um, a while back now, but they were undefeated at that time, so that was a great experience. The RFL, where they can, have scheduled us on for the occasional captain's run at the G. We, we've got players who hadn't ever uh, 
uh, been on the surface before, and um, we'll have another one, obviously, um, tonight in Jaya Miss, who's, who's never played on or even set foot on the MCG. He may not have ever been there, I think, so um, that'll be an experience for him. But, yeah, you're right, we've, we've travelled really well. I think we learnt from the, the hub experiences. We did a lot of hubbing. Um, we've got a young group, so the, the stress of partners and, and broader family, I suppose, and, and making sure that they're all right back in Perth, um, is, is not a bigger deal for us as it is for other clubs, perhaps. Um, and we genuinely enjoy each other's company. So perhaps that's some of the reasons why we've had such a good road record. Uh, Peter, you should have taken Jai on uh, the MZ, MCG Museum tour yesterday and uh, maybe <laughs> shown him around uh, East Melbourne and all its beauty, so he felt at home. But uh, on a serious question, I know Nat Fife's not playing, but is there an outside chance if you, if you did win that he could get up uh, for the remaining finals campaign? Yeah, Jimmy, I'd say more than an outside chance. Uh, he had a, an exceptional session today uh, where he, he um, did a really big session at, at good velocity, um, you know, and, and covered the ground really well. So we're quite bullish about him being available, but obviously that is all predicated on us getting the job done tonight. So I'd say it's um, a real possibility. Peter, it's Fremantle's 28th year in the competition, if my maths are correct, and uh, you still haven't won... A flag. I mean, mathematically, uh, teams ought to win one every 18 years or so. Is, is there sort of pressure at the club about the fact that Fremantle from football heartland in Western Australia and uh, with tales of great success from the teams in the WAFL through the years uh, hasn't been able to uh, achieve the ultimate success in the AFL? I wouldn't say pressure, Tim, but certainly there's a, a strong ambition and a strong desire to, to, to be a part of the club that is able to deliver that to um, the Fremantle family. Um, clearly, Fremantle had a really good run uh, in the Ross Lyon era, uh, 2013, losing a, losing a grand final by 15 points, I think it was, and minor premiers in 2015. So that was a period where we were in that window, um, ultimately weren't good enough, but it, it drives everyone to be um, uh, potentially a, a part of the first and delivering that to that rich football area uh, region that is Fremantle. So um, we don't talk about it, but I know that it drives uh, a lot of people, including our players. A lot of your players and players from elsewhere have been mentioned in the forthcoming trade period. I'm not so interested in those, although obviously Luke Jackson, the big one, and then Logue, Lobb, Akers and Meek all been talked about as players who might seek trades. But Josh Carr has been written up in the AFL website as heading to Port Adelaide next year. Um, has he told you he's leaving, Peter? Uh, no, he, he hasn't, Caro. Um, what, we've had some conversations, obviously, um, particularly when the, the, the stories broke, um, and it doesn't surprise me that, that Josh or perhaps some of our other coaches would be in demand. Um, we spent a lot of time um, assembling that coaching group, and, and Jamie Graham, I, I think, and, and the senior coach, Justin, thinks um, would be a um, very strong candidate as a, as a senior coaching position. Um, so I know that's his ambition, but Josh... Um, look, his, his partner is from uh, South Australia. They have four children, um, and I'm sure that um, uh, the, the South Australian clubs would keep very close tabs on, on what Josh is doing. Um, so we have, a, we have a strong dialogue. I, I would suggest that, yeah, look, that, that they would be interested in Josh, and, and I, I know that, that is, if that is the case, then Josh would come to me and we could work our way through it. So I have to put you on the spot about the North Melbourne CEO's job. Um, you've been mentioned in dispatches. has been very much on that club's radar. Have they contacted you? Well, it's difficult because I'm not trying to be evasive, Caro, but there's, I get asked that question a lot. 
Um, and I, I don't know if they're from uh, North Melbourne people or just genuine. I mean, journos ask me it all the time. So m- my response to it is that um, I am so invested in Freeman- and what Fremantle are doing and will continue to do and be invested in Fremantle until the end of the year. Um, and look, if, if someone has um, been asking me that question, that, that's, that's the response and that's generally the case. So um, if it comes to the end of the year, and I'd be extremely flattered if North Melbourne or any other um, club were, were interested in what I was doing, then usually you would listen to it. But look, I'm so invested in what Fremantle's doing um, that I haven't really given it a moment's thought. Righto. Well, I'll read into that what we like, uh, Peter. You've been a, a man of uh, a few different careers. I think 100 games plus at two clubs, uh, North Melbourne and Fremantle. Uh, you studied law. You've done breakfast radio. You're doing football <laughs> management. And uh, it's maybe it's there's a different a bit... resume, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's a bit more change in the wind, but uh, we'll wait and see. Thanks for joining us. Good luck tonight. No problem. Thank you. Peter Bell from the Fremantle Dockers. We'll uh, discuss all that in a little while. But we've I got... know what I'm reading into that answer, Tim. Well, Tell us. Well, I think the door has been left wide. Well, I, I think North Melbourne have spoken to Peter Bell about the job, and although he's not saying he's going, and we respect how invested he is at the Dockers, it's um, not something that he's ruled out.